it's annoying when like people like ask you stupid questions and then like say things that just like aren't supportive and I gave him a few examples and he's like oh my god yeah and then he like pauses for one second and goes but honestly how are you feeling about what people are saying about the cats trailer And welcome to another episode of the Friday Night Movie Podcast. That was like where... burnt butter. Like, yeah, why do you have your nostrils in the camera while you I'm do a, it? Like, your, your nostrils tired. are in the camera. All I'm seeing is I'm a little is tired. No I'm tired. a little tired, to be honest. So, here we are, where we invite you, the listener, to be part of our family. And it's it's like you're in the car ride with us back from the movies on a Friday night sometime in the late 90s. Except if if we only saw the trailers and I walked out. No, I would say if we went to my dream movie, which is two hours of trailers. I would pay $50 to just watch trailers. So this is officially the trailer episode. Yeah. And we... We are going to talk trailers. It was like a million trailers dropped in the last two and a half weeks. And some of them, I don't know the open dates, like the release dates of these movies, but it seems like they're so far away. I'm going to start off by just saying I'm irritated that I'm getting a trailer for something like Top Gun 2, and it's going to be... Like another year <laughs> it's gonna be 2020 before i see it you know when, when it's gonna happen so what the actual film but before we before we get going lily uh, you raised an interesting point about instagram and and i'll say this the cats trailer which we're going to talk about a lot today i had to not a lot not a lot we're going to talk talk about it and move on to talk about other things okay but they released a whole bunch of things on instagram stories as part of their release i have accepted hey I've, i've joined the instagram bandwagon so i have accepted the instagram stories and i understand shayu once many years ago explained to me it's quote unquote purpose i get it and I've used it, and I think, especially for like a business, I think it'd be really useful. Then Facebook, because they're owned by the same people, they were like, okay, let's do Facebook stories, which I bet nobody looks at. That is a fake thing. And then I got pissed off recently, and I said that there was Netflix stories. That when I open the app on my phone, I think I'm seeing a trailer, and I'm not. I'm seeing just stories, and I can't stop them. They just like keep click coming. So wait, on. like it's it's just like other episodes of a show that you can only see on your phone. No, what? it's like publicity for these shows that instead of it being, you know, the trailers come on automatically. Yeah. Uh, but it's as if once you click on one of these stories, which I didn't know was a story, what? then it's a just story. clips of the Is of that a the, Spanish thing? I don't know. Check your guys' apps. I'm not uh, it right now. That, that's too many. That's, that is too many stories. No, no, no. I feel like and now, trailers, though. Now YouTube has stories. YouTube but isn't that is just YouTube? YouTube, right? But now they have little story buttons. I'm gonna send you a picture. I'm gonna take so, a picture of my Netflix app, and I will all, show all, you. All, all the yeah, those circles said, are stories. All that being oh, said, oh. all that all that being said, a trailer is sacred. I'm actually even annoyed that we have teasers because I can't like a teaser is basically a trailer for the trailer. There's a lot. 
But oh, you and, know what and, I hate is the commercial for the movie before the like before the trailer starts. They show you something else from the same movie, and they go. And now for your trailer, I'm like, but I'm I'm coming here to watch this trailer. You don't need to give me a commercial for the movie for the trailer I'm gonna watch. Yeah, you know what I mean. So so I I get it. Trailers are exciting. A lot of people watch them. But that, and and I'll also say that before we start our trailer episode, just the fact that the whole concept of everyone evaluating trailers and evaluating movies based on trailers, like it bothers me. It's for jerks. Um, and we're about to go and do that on our but, show here. But but. I don't think that we in any way, shape, or form, like, I think we're, like, leaning into the love of trailers. Like, I don't think I'm actually going to give you a review of Top Gun based on the trailer. Like, that would be ludicrous. So, you know, and we're not reviewing the actual trailer either because, again, we've done that in other episodes, and that's not necessary. I think we're just, like, and I'll I'll admit, off of these I'll, exciting I'll, I'll, possibilities I'll, 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 for cinema. And I... And I admit the last time we did this, which was about the blue Will Smith, we were I was completely wrong. I ended up loving that movie. Question. Have we given our audience enough context? Can we start the episode now? Mm. Yes. Happy. So let's start with the trailer of the week, the trailer that broke the internet. The trailer I have been waiting for. <laughs> I don't, I don't for know about months. that. I no, didn't even did. know it was there until until you sent it to me. The Cats the Movie trailer, which I'm going to, I just, I'm coming, I'm starting this right here. I will fight anyone who goes okay. after this trailer. Okay, but Cats is a, ma- oh, Cats is super sensey about this. Like, Cat, Cats is a magical experience. You get to. Okay. No one in this room, in this podcast, I mean, is arguing with you about whether or not Cats is No, but Shai's arguing with the internet because the internet was not kind to the trailer. No one is arguing with you here. You can tell us why it's magical. I mean, actually, you don't have to. Just anyone go back and listen to any of our numerous Cats episodes, and you can hear why Shai thinks it's magical. Numerous Cats episodes. I took you to... I took you to Cats in the front row recently. I agree. The show and the experience is magical. But that, I want to separate that from when you watch the trailer, how weird these cats look. Like, why can't we just use costumes? Why does CG look like Judy Dench's face has been cut and pasted using, you know, janky I want to know why their boobs are so big. Don't the you CG feel like looks terrible, guy. Cat boobs are so big. Is that I, inappropriate for me to say? Cats is... Budget was not big uh, enough on these cats. No, they're using a new technology. It's like a new thing. And it's terrifying. I, I don't think it looks terrifying to me. I think if they had just put Judy Dench in a Broadway-level stage costume of cat hair, I would believe it more. Listen here. Do you not notice how gigantic they, their faces look compared to the super skinny cat neck bodies? Like, but, Jennifer Hudson looks scary. No, here's the thing. The play was done in a certain way with a specific set of costumes for the stage show. They couldn't simply just recreate that. So they're doing something that is daring and interesting and I suspect is going to serve both the story and the imagery. Because Tom Hooper knows what he's doing. Yes, but I don't think the budget was big enough on the CG because it's not CG. It's like a, a new technology that they're using. Lily's just making. Lily's no, just I'm not. Saying. I watched like a piece no, on no, it but, or whatever, and they were like okay, they're doing well, the first I time that, this kind of new motion capture. Happened. I hope what they did was that they rushed out the trailer and they haven't actually finished the compositing. And when you see the movie, it's a better compositing. I think think Idris Elba looks badass as McCavity. I think Jennifer Hudson is going to crush memory. And I think... No one's questioning her ability to crush memory. And I think 
Dame Judy Dench is is a, is a, a choice that was made. Is, a, is, <laughs> a, is an awesome choice for old Deuteronomy doing the gender. Plot. I feel like cats might be like a getting your middle aged dude like affinity because one of the, my favorite tweets that I read about it was this guy wrote, "I showed my wife the cats trailer and she said this is the final straw and left the house." <laughs> <laughs> Listen like here, Allie, right now. Listen here. Listen here. If you are someone who is willing to open your imagination and be willing to watch this film, okay, and kind of get swept away with it, I guarantee it's going to be an amazing experience. What I am furious about is like every cool, also, self-important, like, why? Like, why hip do people writer. Just not watch it if they don't like it. If they don't like it from the trailer, then don't go see it. Like, right, like get it, over it. it. Was, like yesterday, the cool thing to do was write like 35 questions about like what was wrong with the cats trailer, and people are asking questions like, "Wait a minute, these are cats, but they're people." I'm like, "Do you not know that this was a play where people were anthropomorphized cats, and that it's kind of a strange ballet, like a little bit like right?" It's not, the lion, it's not the Lion King. It's not the were, Lion King. And, and, and there people were like, "Wait a minute, it's in Trafalgar Square in the Victorian era, but there's neon lights." I'm like, "It's a movie where people are playing singing cats." And we're hung up on the continuity. I think I think people are being so obnoxious to the point where a lot of these writers are borderline cyberbullying the people that are making this movie. And I think they think it's so fun and so cool and so hip to bash cats. And I, I also it really think there's like a certain contingency of people that are taking it too personally. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm no. taking it a little bit personally, but I will say this. I will say this. I am as worked up about the people prematurely bashing this movie as I am uh, as I am people critics liking The Last Jedi without actually thinking about how it fits into Star Wars. It's kind of the same argument, which is you're people who don't like cats already and who don't like the universe of cats, and you're making fun of it more. The same way people who like you know, anyways, The Last Jedi. But, no, but, Chad, but, but Chad, quite seriously, uh, Chad, quite seriously, at the same time, do you not feel comforted slash vindicated that there is an entire population of movie executives, actors, agents, managers, distribu- distrib- distributors, and, and marketing that choreographers. are with you, that are with you behind Cats and believe right. it as much as you do? Yes, that's right. People made, people. people made this movie, and in the end, it's going to go down as awesome, I, I suspect. Again, I love the Les Miserables version, uh, the Les Miserables that he made. Anyways, I will get off my soapbox, but I will say to people, keep an open mind. You know, break out that soundtrack, sing also, a little magical Mr. Mistopheles. Maybe do a little research, people. Like, check out what the Broadway show is about. Like, get a little bit of background. Like, this and is not I an original movie, movie the, uh, that people just made in 2019. All right, I will leave it there. Now let's talk about something that I think universally gave people the chills and probably has about as sensical a plot as Cats, and that is the sequel to Top Gun. I think Cats makes more sense. <laughs> it comes from literature. There's poetry behind it. I was sitting with my husband... And like everybody our age and older than us, like, and even maybe a little bit, just a teensy bit younger than us, like that movie's iconic. And we're sitting like with each other and he's just like, we watched the trailer twice and he goes, but, but what is it about? And I was like, does it need to be about anything? Like, does it what was matter? The first, what was the I was first like, yeah, one I was like, about? I think the first one was just about him flying a plane and now he doesn't want to stop. It sounds like a good plot to me. 
I, I am sold. Cannot wait for. I wish they hadn't shown me the trailer because I can't. I don't. I can't handle the waiting period between seeing the trailer and when the movie will come out. I need to see it now. And also, Tom yeah. Cruise walks that fine line of the like one last celebrity that we have. That's like we just. I don't want to hear anything else cuckoo about him. Like whatever his personal religious beliefs are, he seems like he's generally somewhat. I don't care. He just like don't doesn't matter. Like just hang in there, Tom. Like I want to just not have to hate you. And like I love. I feel like he's his movies. You know, an iconic movie star of our childhood, and uh, it's just I love seeing him. Even Arnold Schwarzenegger had like scandal with. Like his, you know, home life and stuff yeah. like that. I'm just like, it's just great. Tom, to, I, Tom Cruise is in a blockbuster. I get, I still get excited. You know, like it's great. Right. And to his credit, to his credit, look, I'm, I'm not going to vouch for any of these folks as people, people, quote unquote. Right. Like I don't really care but, as long as they don't do anything. But, 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 but to his, but to his credit, his blockbusters are still legit blockbusters. Yep. He is not. He's not only doing like meta ironic blockbusters, or, or playing like fake monsters right. the way De Niro was playing it and analyze this. Right? right. He is like that last Mission Impossible movie. Well, not my favorite movie ever. Is an is an, is an absolutely so fantastic good. movie. So he brings yes. it. And yeah, and you know, like he's so involved in his movies that he get, he cares as much. No one had to convince him to do Top Gun, like I, and twist his arm. He's bringing no. it to the people, and you feel like he's driving the plane. The yeah, I mean, he's literally <laughs> flying the plane, but he's he's driving how I don't know how legit these movies are. I feel like it's because his his weight is behind it and his experience is behind it that he, that Top Gun is. I trust that Top Gun Two will actually be a good movie because he's in it. Because you see what he's done with Mission Impossible. Right, it's not like they did like tomorrow, a Top Gun, you know, a sequel where it doesn't look it's like, like a whole new set of people and they're just using the name and like the branding of the '80s for it. Um, I. I also have to say that I am so incredibly excited that Jennifer Connelly, Connelly is in it because she's an iconic 80s actress as well. And I think she's brilliant. Yeah, she's in it? She plays the love interest. Oh, I, no, I think I think Val Kilmer is supposed to be in it too. He is. And, and it looked it. like it looked like there was a. Is there a new volleyball scene in the commercial, or is that just a flashback to the old think, volleyball scene? I don't know. Again, I but I mean, I if there is a volleyball scene, I support. I take Me it. Too. Dust, exactly. Let's I dust just, off Kenny Loggins, have him play some poppy music. I might need to watch Top Gun tonight. And, and and again, that's one that doesn't entirely make sense, but but doesn't matter. My my thing is this: is that if his character doesn't die in this film, is this actually his next franchise? And suddenly Maverick is going to like he's going to fight robots in this movie, and then aliens in the next movie. Right. <laughs> And also, that, like, you I, have the caliber of like a Jennifer Connelly by your side. He can do anything. Like she will elevate the acting in this movie. Truth. That is true. Okay, let's move on to the next film trailer. Another one that is a reboot from our childhood, and this is Jay and Silent Bob, the reboot. Now, I love that first run of Kevin Smith movies, with Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back being the kind of bookend of that first era of his movies and now and it's a kind of a crazy movie it's basically every meta joke from all those movies in one movie it's super uneven but it has some super hilarious parts and now they are revisiting it and and i want to know what you guys think about both the trailer but also the return of jane silent bob 
Okay, so what I was actually focused on in the trailer was not, oh, what's this movie going to be about? Is it going to be good? It was the the feeling that I had of the return of Jay and Silent Bob. And, and, I, and where I was left is feeling is, is it weird to be sharing Jay and Silent Bob with this generation of kids in this way? It's not like they have to go back and discover clerks or discover mall rats. It's, it's we're, we're putting out a new feature for them. And I wonder if... People, but is it for them? I feel like it's, it's always no. For like I know, the old no. Fans, I know, so I know. It's for us. No, I know it's for us and for the old fans. But I almost feel like they're not gonna get it. They're they're not gonna get. This is our thing. I don't know how to explain it. But I feel almost protective over this um, cluster of films and of these characters because they were so exciting and influential and different and I think like groundbreaking for us as kids and teenagers and then now to bring it back in like a new feature film I feel a little bit like I don't want I don't want other people to ruin it for us (laughs) you know what I mean so so I I, I'll take this take I think that Kevin Smith has continued to become this like such the man of the people such the ultimate super fan and so important to like the comic book and nerd world that and and he still obviously remains close and he's very emotional i don't know if you read his instagram oh yeah his instagram is like super it's super intense and he's very very straightforward about his relationships with people and how uh, even uh, Melissa, he wrote this beautiful thing about Melissa bon- Benoist, Benoist, who plays, or Benoist. Benoist, I don't know how to pronounce it, Benoist, Benoist. who plays Benoist. Supergirl, is going to be in the movie in a cameo, and how grateful he was for her. And I just, I, I think he's so beloved that it's okay to come back into this universe whenever he wants to, but I do think it's got to be high quality, and I think that for this, where he's really playing in the sandbox with all of his bits, it should it should be that equal level of crazy and fun. I don't know. I don't know. Um, and, and so I'm willing to share it, but I also know that like he he's doing it because he's the champion of the people. So I, I'm on board. Even though like that red band trailer, it's like as R-rated a trailer as I've seen in a long time, and I'm sure every joke in it is super offensive. Another thing I love is that he he has a great relationship with his daughter Harley Quinn Smith. She's in she was in his last couple of movies, and she is going to be playing Jay's daughter, Millennium oh. Falcon, who's named Millennium Falcon, <laughs> which is amazing. I, also known as I, Millie, <laughs> and that is going to be amazing. And she's going to be the daughter of Shannon Elizabeth's character. So they're keeping the continuity, which I always love about his. And movies. again, as far as like '90s, you know, '90s references and bringing her back, like I, I think it was re- it's really cool to see they actually like they they bring her back in the same role, and and that's pretty awesome. You know. Okay, back. Here's another one. I'm super excited for this one. I'll just say like straight up, I I loved the idea of it. Saw the trailer. Love the idea of it even more. Featuring Naomi Scott, an actual fun version of Kristen Stewart. Directed by Elizabeth Banks, the new Charlie's Angels looks so, awesome sauce. Okay, so what's interesting is that 
I knew Elizabeth Banks was going to direct it when I saw the trailer the first time. And then I was reading an article about, oh, Elizabeth Banks is directing the, directed the new Charlie's Angels. Here's the trailer. And that's actually why I got excited. I think had I just seen the trailer, I've been like, oh, that looks like fun. But now that I know that she's directing it, now I'm pumped for it because I love her. I think she's an awesome director. She's an awesome actress. She's funny as hell. And then to hear her take on how she wanted to direct it and um, she talked a lot about referencing Mission Impossible movies and practical action scenes. And so I'm super excited, not just because it looks like a fun movie, but because I am just a super fan of hers and I love getting to see her direct bigger things with more exciting stories. I'm totally with you. Pitch Perfect 2 is my favorite in the long term of the Pitch Perfect movies. I wish Elizabeth Banks would be directing one of the other ones. But if I can't have that, Charlie's Angels looks like a great thing. I also, I loved the first movie. I never liked Full Throttle, even though Allie, my wife, believes Charlie's Angels Full Throttle is a masterpiece. Okay, okay well, again, one of like the... a gutter palette, but then also like, really great taste in like books and stuff. I can't figure it out. Just don't, don't try. That's not, don't worry and, about that. And, and what do you think about, it, it seems like there's a number of Bosleys. What do you guys think about that? It seems I still that, don't understand. That's fine. I don't understand how is this the movie where it looks like Kristen Stewart smiles the most? And I'm excited for that. And I don't understand why Charlie is still, what is Charlie and it, why is it a man? Like, why couldn't they like flip that on its head? Well, uh, that seems less important to me. Um, also, I imagine she's smiling more because Elizabeth Banks is her director and making her oh. laugh and making her feel good. That's probably why she's having more fun because she's an awesome director. A direct ab- correlation ab- absolutely. there. Absolutely. I, believe I feel like most people want to hire... Most people want to hire Kristen Stewart because she's good at looking depressed, and then they're like, "Oh, I'm going to make you feel even more sad." And Elizabeth Banks or have is like, "Or having an affair with you, like the yeah, Snow and White like guy did. yeah, nice. and just be like horribly abusive and take advantage and like, ugh, gross." And I feel like Elizabeth Banks is like, "No, we're here to have fun and have a good time." That's probably why she's smiling. Uh, two, I think the Bosley. I the explanation. I only understand it because I read the explanation, which is that the like Charlie's Angels whatever network is like a big organization now and so Bosley is a title within the organization like being a director cool. or something and so there's they... Bosleys so she is their Bosley because they had two Bosleys in the original also it was Bernie Mac in the sequel so yeah so Bosley is like a is a position within the organization I like that okay cool all right oh, and Lily I don't know if you noticed but the guy from Murder Mystery that like the the that was super funny had like a small role. He doesn't speak any English. He's the either Italian or Spanish race the car Spanish driver. Guy? The Spanish guy. The Spanish in the movie of Charlie's Angels. Yeah, he's in the trailer and he looks really funny. Oh, that's Anyways. hilarious. That guy did a great yeah. job. Yeah, great I trust movie. Elizabeth Banks and I think Kristen Stewart. You're exactly right. Is super talented and has just had like directors who and and material that's basically like be mopey and pale. Yeah. Um, okay, let's go on <laughs> to another quote. throwback. I think every single one of these is some kind of a throwback. Let's You're go to... so excited about them. Yes, probably let, why. Let, let's, let's hit up Terminator Dark Fate, which is a sequel that is going to take place... Mom- like It's going to follow up directly after Terminator 2 Judgment Day, which I think what? is a funny thing. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's because well, Terminator has lots of different timelines, so you can actually ignore all of the sequels and prequels if you want to. In any event, 
Huh. It sees the return of Linda Hamilton. There's a little old man Schwarzenegger in the commercial. I can't even with that. How I are they? Even. I can't wait to figure out how they're going to explain I, that a robot they melted is now back as an old man. Well, first I of all, I'm so excited. So, to see. so let's let, 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 let me be clear. He is apparently playing the doctor who they modeled the robot after. Which is why he's just an old man and a human. Will will a robot will a, will a T eight hundred show up? Maybe in oh, the last yeah. Terminator oh, movie. That's a the great like loophole for that one. Well, they they already did that in Alien with Bishop in Alien three. But yeah, um, right. But the other thing is is that um, I think that the, in the last Terminator, I thought they did something really really cool. Also, where. Um, it was. It was. Can you remind? Just. Oh, I, mean, I'm I barely for a remember what. The, Can you remind us what that one who was I in barely, it? I barely. I barely remember. I barely remember the story, but essentially he plays another T-800, but one that's essentially right. been waiting underground to come and save Sarah Connor. Which like one? later. Terminator. What was it? Generations or. Which is the one where you and I walked in in the last 20 minutes, no, no, that's, not that's realizing, and we we're like, "Wow, this movie's action packed." That was Terminator 3, The Rise of the Machines. That was like 20 years uh, ago. Uh, uh, so then there was Terminator uh, What did you do? You just stayed for the new one? Or? Then there was... I, think we, I think we went just to go see something else. Because we're like, well, no, no, we, we went... Yeah, and then there was Terminator Salvation, which is the one with Sam Worthington, where he plays like that weird human Terminator hybrid, mm-hmm. and, and he play he fights a CGI Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay. Again. And then there's the one where they had the Terminator hideout on Earth, and then many years later, okay. is, he's is an old Arnold man. in all of them. Okay. No, except the prequel. No, he's not in all of them. He's in uh, all. Them, his his likeness is in all of them. Yeah. Okay. So here's here's okay. So I feel like listeners ignore everything Shai just said about all the various iterations oh, like, of sequels like and prequels know. because what I what I believe based on this trailer what I believe is that this movie will be the only one that actually matters in what will be a trilogy. Now I can like hold it as like one, two, and then this one as part three, and none of the others matter because solely based on this trailer, it looks like they are like it it felt to me like Terminator 2, you know, like a continuation of that energy plot characters. Um, and I'm very, it's like the first one I've actually been excited about in all the Terminator iterations that have come through. So. I've been excited about all of them. I kind of enjoyed all those other movies, but the most important thing about this one is the return of Linda Hamilton. Yeah. And in a powerful role. How many has she been in two? She's been in yeah, one just, and two. Just, just one and yeah, two. One and two. So you know it's significant if she's coming back. Yeah. Like I have absolutely. so many questions about it. First of all, I feel like I could answer the questions because I personally know her because I saw her once on the street what? in New Orleans. What? And she was just like walking down the street, and I turned to Jose and I was like, "That's a Terminator." No, it's not. I mean, that's Sarah Connor from Terminator. Sarah Connor, Sarah Connor. And he just looks over and he's like, Sarah Connor. And like kind of like a foreign Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. <laughs> I was just like, Can you believe the most surreal moment. That's all she's known for. And, well, and, and well, she played Chuck's mother. She Chuck's mom. Chuck's mother. Yeah. She was amazing. And, and Incredible she, casting. Um, and she um, had like really long hair and she looked beautiful, but she looked like you would not want to mess with her. Like... She just looked really like like a nice lady who you don't want to mess with. And um, my question is, how is she feeling right now about James Cameron and <laughs> like their history? 
you know, is he directing this movie? No, he's executive producer. They sing it. Um, they were married. He made the original movie, and then he cheated on her with the young woman in Titanic, and they got divorced. Oh, which young woman? Who's like the ne- the granddaughter of the of Rose in like the present before they uh, go back? I feel like that was twenty some odd years ago. I'm assuming I, she's I moved guess. on. Had I think she's professional, office. and I think she was getting paid a lot of money. I just feel like yeah. she really wants to make this movie because, like, why would she, you know, go back in the role, especially with her ex? Um, and I feel like, do we need Arnold if she's in the movie? Or he always has to be in these movies. I no, like I think bringing them back old, together in, is important. I okay. like old I like old man roles for him now. I don't think he should play like young superhero characters. I think he needs to play like that movie where he played the cop the cop with Sarenson, the one where he plays like the sheriff in the town. What? I, I forget the name of it. I forget what it was called. Uh, what's not ringing on demand movies are you watching? The last, the last stand, the something, the the man stand. The, I'll look it up. Just the mansplain. I don't know whatever it was, but it was him and Matt Saracen versus, and he played this like small town sheriff. It was those roles are better for him now if he plays his age. Okay, the next one I haven't seen the whole trailer of, and that is Hustlers. Who wants to take the lead in talking about hustlers? I uh, I did. I saw the teaser. I saw I saw like the the teaser trailer. Well, maybe I like, guess the whole thing is a whatever. teaser. I don't know. Um, and I just like my gut reaction was I feel like Dad's gonna really like this movie and find what? some deep essence in it. Yeah, because he loves like a good J Lo scene. I feel like, and so I feel like he's gonna find. I, no, he's gonna I find like, like deeper messages of it and like. You know, I feel like I'm sorry. Like J Lo is at the point with me that she can't play a stripper, she can't play a Walmart employee. She can't like she's gonna have to just play like a mega diva, um, who gets like maybe into like a crime caper or something. But she needs to play a famous person because like I don't believe it for a second. Like I'm she always plays such charming people in her movies. She does. She's a great actress. I I just underestimate how good of an actress she is. No, no, I think she's a fantastic actress. I love her. I just am too taken out of the movie because of her persona. Like it's just she's just too good looking and just too And good I believe Betty I believe Lily Reinhardt. I believe Lily Reinhardt, Betty. Betty plays a stripper in the movie. Who, who prepared who must have prepared for this because of her scene when she becomes the serpent queen in yeah. Riverdale. Obviously I'm she was sure that, that was her audition sure. tape. Um but I but Hear me say it now, and we'll check back in after this movie comes out. I bet you anything, our dad will really like this movie, but he'll like it on like a very intellectual feminist level, and he's going to well, explain it to I, us. I, it's gonna I, be great. I suspect the women who are doing this movie are doing this movie because it's going to have an empowering edge to it. I don't think yeah. this is going to be like Magic Mike 2. I don't think it'll be I trash. I, I, I think it looks terrible. Well, I, I actually think this is one of those things where they're cutting a trailer to look a specific way because they think people People will only go see this movie if they There's think boobies. it's like if they think it's boobs and trash, but really it's probably a much more sophisticated film. That's that's my hope. At least when you see all these I women just, like I together. hope Julia Styles, um what what was she like where did the Columbia graduate Julia Styles uh feels like she's coming back to Hollywood, you know, for this role. Is she um, in the movie too? Yeah, she's also in this movie. It's it's an oddball cast. Got J Lo, Julia Stiles, Lily Reinhardt, uh, Kiki Palmer, Constance Wu, and Cardi B. 
Yeah, where does Julia Stiles fit in there? She must have a great agent these days. <laughs> I guess. She does the Bourne movies and now this. Yeah, still. Um, all right, now there's one more on the list that I will say I purposely not seen the trailer for because I'm so excited. Watch, watch the trailer. I, it I makes no sense. It no, won't. I'm so I don't, excited to see the scene. I don't want to watch the trailer. Ruined. I don't want so anything the, ruined. The thing we're talking about next is Money Heist. We're already sold on La Casa de Papel. I'm looking at you, Lons, Alana. Who are some of our other Money Heist listeners that uh, we're like going to go on this journey? So the, uh, that we're going to be going on this journey with together, but we're going to be watching that and reporting back extensively on on the Money Heist um, season three. I've seen three. the trailer and I think it looks amazing. So well, hopefully I it will the trailer be. and I think it looks amazing. <laughs> all, all right, let's let's get into Rex and things. I'll start off by saying that Allie and I are going to see our podcast heroes live. We're going to see I how did this get made? Jason Manzukas, Paul Shear, and the amazing June Diane Raphael uh, in Washington D.C. And the episode that we're going to see is about the movie Body of Evidence, starring Madonna and Willem Dafoe. And Allie and I had to rewatch that movie the other day. Rewatch it? Had you originally seen it? I saw it. Oh, I saw it many, many years ago in the in the nineties. No, with mom and dad, it was super stressful. It's a very, very, very like in the movie, movie theater. No, no, in like the country. It was like on HBO or something like that. And they're like, "Oh, look, Madonna, a murder mystery." And I was like, Ooh. "Anyways." I'm very excited. So that's something that's happening. The other thing is that I continue to watch the Gilmore Girls, and I have started end of season power rankings. So I have, if you follow me on Twitter you will see that I did season one power rankings of where the characters are at. And when I finish season two, I will do the same. When I have, when we have more time on another episode, I'll, I'll read them out and update everybody, but I'm not going to get into that right now. But needless to say, Rory is still my top character, despite much controversy. Because so far, people were like, Oh, over. No, not Lorelai. I, I find Lorelai, she's got a lot of growing to do Lorelai. Who are Rory, people's I don't know. favorite characters, then? Lorelai, Michelle the, obno- uh, Michelle the Obnoxious. Uh, it's not Guy French. Come on. I don't know. Anyways, the... Um, no, but, I li- I, but I'll say my, my, case, my case for Rory, at least uh, a season and a half into the show, is that against all odds, she's like the nicest, most well-adjusted kid ever. Now, maybe she becomes a dick when she's in college but or, or when she's older, because that's what high school kids do. But in general, like she's the most emotionally mature person on that show, just and I say, like her a lot. Like, have you seen those blue eyes? She's definitely the prettiest, so she's my favorite. That's pretty much how I sum it so up. That, 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 that's what I've got. Beck, how about you? Wait, I can't remember if I mentioned it on the pod already, but um, uh, YouTube, it's available on YouTube, Tignataro's Under a Rock. I've probably you have. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's great. amazing. Um, and I was like, but Glenn Howerton isn't famous, so well, why is that? Well, it's <laughs> also people who are willing to be on the show. It's also, um, I think, a combo, but it's just also yeah, great. Yeah, it's a combo. Um, it's a great, but, uh, great episode. Um. Veronica Mars released season four on Hulu. I've only watched half of the first episode. It's definitely much more R-rated than all the previous episodes because I guess it's on Hulu, so there's like cursing and stuff. Only halfway through the first app, and I am so happy to be back with them. 
Oh yeah, so I love that. I don't. That, yeah. They they just need to give us uh, eight episodes a year for the rest of my life. Of our, the rest of our life. And you know what? Veronica Mars is a very particular character. It's it, and so to see her again is just oh, I'm so excited. Um, she is as far as female characters, her character I think is ahead of her time given where yes. we are right now. I think yeah. if Veronica Mars, the original Veronica Mars, was out now, it would be like hailed and 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 understood for what it was at the time. But at the time, it's sort of this odd show that people think is supposed to be like a teeny bopper show, but it's a pretty edgy show pretty pretty dark and um and uh and i will say it's proof that again if someone from one of those beloved cult shows really becomes big enough then they do have the star power and the clout to say i want to keep making this so i feel like it's just another case for zachary levi saying let's do another track season yeah, just exactly. saying hopefully he gets big enough him and yvonne Strahovski team up again so still rooting for that um last night i went to go see a live comedy sketch show which was exciting to get out of the house so i, I don't know if uh, second city is touring in your city i recommend it we had so much fun going to see that um really really funny live performance and it's not rex but i feel like there's so much coming out right now on netflix between like Money Heist, season three, another Queer Eye season that's out. Veronica Mars now is out on Hulu. That there's so much content I want to watch. I'm feeling I, we need a term for it. It's like overwhelmed with shows where I want to watch all of them, but I also want to. You're show overwhelmed. You're show overwhelmed. But also at the same time, I'm afraid to blaze through them because you know yes. there's going to be a dry spell. And so you're trying to save stuff for the dry no, spell. I, I, I'm anxious about Veronica Mars because I'm like, there's only eight episodes. I already feel I haven't watched any of it, and I already feel like I'm sad it's almost over. Yeah. Anyway, so that's where I'm at. All right, Lily, you've got a bunch of things for us. Um, I saw Longshot. It was great. Um, that movie is way better than it should be. Um, considering it makes no sense and doesn't add up to much that Seth Rogen and Charlie's there on are supposed to be together or fall in love or anything, but they killed it, man. Um, the story is like fast paced. It's funny. She's maybe it's cause she's like, it's such an incredible actress. Like she yeah. just she's so, very funny. She's very yeah. funny, but it's not just that she's funny. It's that you, she's so convincing that you really like, I mean, it's not easy to like, it's not, I mean, it's not hard to believe that Seth Rogen falls in love with her because she's just so her, you know, but then like she brings such a sensibility to like a sensitivity to it and a sweetness to it. And the base of the story, like, I give credit to the writing too, because the story is based on a very cute anecdote that like they shared as kids, um, the characters, and it kind of comes from that. And, um, and I thought it was like very, had a lot of heart and it was funny and had some action. So it and, was great. And June, Di and June Diane's in it. June, June Diane's in it, but I also feel like you like hyped her up, and while she's always excellent, I thought um, uh, O'Shea um, Jackson Jr. Am I saying that right? O'Shea? Huh? O'Shea uh, Jackson Jr. Ice yeah, Cube's son. Ice Cube's son. I thought he was excellent. Yeah, he was he really is. funny. He's a really um, talented guy. He, yeah, he's super talented, and so uh, yeah, all around like great flick to watch, like on a perfect for a Friday night movie. Um, Band-Aid was an indie film Becky recommended. I really liked it. I think you kind of have to like be in a mood, you know, yep. like if you're into that kind of like story about just like two people working shit out and the acting's great, incredibly impressed. Zoe Lister-Jones wrote, directed, produced it. Um, 
Yeah. I feel like it's one of those movies where you see, you can see her talent and you see like, wow, the more resources and support she gets, the better her filmmaking is going to become. Like you see how strong of a voice she is. Um, And so for me, that's why I found it quite exciting to watch the film. But I agree, you have to, it's it's definitely a certain type of style and story you have to be um, in the mood for. Right. And Fred Armisen, Armisen, am I saying that right too? God, what's wrong with me? Fred yeah. Armisen? Yeah. Do you need a nap? I don't know. Sorry. Um, he, okay, he's delicious in every single thing that he's in. Um, yeah. And he's, to me, the best part of the Jay and Silent Bob trailer. Um, <laughs> I just, I think he's delicious. And he brought, like, a very random, funny, like, part to a kind of a serious movie. So, um, yeah, shout yeah. out to him. And then I watched Little, which, like, fuck you, Rotten Tomatoes, gave it 46%. It no, looks so good. No, you don't get 46%. You get at least 76, if not a clear 80. Like, give I'm gonna me a I'm going to be watching that movie. That is a very cute movie. I, I, it's I don't PG buy thir- Rotten Tomatoes anymore. No, it's bullshit. It's no, just, I don't it's, believe come it. Back to, come back to my point about Chris like they all jump on a bandwagon together and then they like have fun kicking it up and like who can be the coolest and say things either the meanest or the nicest way I really want to try to watch it with his girls like immediately and then I like checked myself that it was PG-13 because I was like wait there are a few questionable scenes for like small children but if you've got a teenager Lord of the Rings I guess all three parts (laughs) I guess so three parts how many two years ago two years ago right they were three and a half when they started watching if the like I, that's a good point. The stuff that's actually PG-13 in that movie will probably go right over their heads. And there's a great thing about bullying, like being a strong, independent woman and being a boss. But like, what's the line between a boss and a bully? And there's great message in it. The little girl that uh, plays Regina Hall as a kid, uh, who's from Blackish, she's fantastic. I, Issa Rae is brilliant. Yeah, I think it's Issa. Issa? Again, for like the Again, 400th time. Whatever. Issa. Um... That's why I have you to correct me. Issa Rae is just so uh, uh, great. And, yeah, it's a super fun, cute movie. So go suck it, Rotten Tomatoes. And I really need Becky to finish Fleabag and Big Little Lies so I can talk about them with somebody. Right, I'm telling you, I, we are. It, there's a, There's going to be, like, a long schedule. We're talking, like, a four-month <laughs> period that I'll be slowly to. I mean... Becky There's show, a lot on my plate. I'd rather be overwhelmed than I, going through a dry spell. I, I want to end on a listener question. A friend, a good friend of the show and a good friend of, of mine and ours, uh, Brandon, my neighbor and buddy, he wrote on Twitter and he asked us because I had tweeted something that sort of referred to developments in Stranger Things, but not exactly. And he said, what's the... Characters, though. I didn't name characters. I just said I just said that Dustin little sing off led to I the named death characters of characters. When he's like, "What do you mean plural?" and I was like, "Well," and I named the character the other one. No, 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 that's 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 Nate. That's somebody else. Those are two different oh, that's, people. Oh, right, sorry. But Brandon writes on Twitter. Okay. What's the waiting period between tweeting spoilers for shows that release entire seasons on one day? And he says it's a serious question because it's a totally different calculation than weekly shows. And my answer on Twitter was, I think for something as big in the zeitgeist as Stranger Things, I think about a week. If after a week you haven't gotten through something that is so big and doesn't have that many episodes, it's eight episodes. Right. If it's eight episodes, you have a week. That's the thing is that like, like what I my response was, we assume you're watching one a night and at some point in that week, no, you double down and watch. 
watch two. No, but let's well, say most you... nights you're watching two. Sometimes okay, you eke it out I, to a I third. You could only watch one a night, and then one of the nights I ended up watching two because of my schedule. And so, and I feel like that's fair. You can't expect everybody to watch two a night, but at least one night you have to get so hooked you watch two and like you stay up too late. So I think a week is definitely fair for Game of Thrones. Something that epic. You expect people to follow weekly along, and then the last episode, I'd say again, give people like three or four days. But at that point, oh no, I, I think or, the last Game of Thrones episode, you have twenty-four hours. And you have twenty-four hours. No, no, episode, you don't need like, to have twenty-four. You, you have till the next morning. You have, I'm not you have saying I'm going to spoil. You need to I'm watch saying, it that I'm, night. I'm yeah, not saying yeah, I'm yeah. going to spoil it, but like people I guess are going I, to be right, talking about yeah. it. I yeah, I think you could expect spoilers twenty-four hours later or the morning of. I personally now, give like a grace period, but million-dollar idea here. And maybe we shouldn't share it on the podcast and we should do it offline. Shy, you might have to cut this, okay? Million dollar <laughs> idea. Why can't we create an app that does like a filter to block spoilers so it finds Instagram or Twitter I posts with my words and it filters it out? Get off all social media because he has been like working on crazy schedule and hasn't been able to see the last season. And so he's like stopped, he's like on like dark blackout of all social media and all so that digital news. Doesn't... That's why he doesn't check your messages when you text him. <laughs> that could be why. But it's also because um, he's afraid to see the ending. I'm like, wow. You're like no. moving in a cave. God, I don't mean to. Oh. You find out. It's on well, I hope he's not underwhelmed when he finally does see it. All right. Well, we've, we've given our advice, and I think it's now it's time to sign off. So say where people, yeah. can, follow, people can follow you, and if you have a shout-out, roll with yeah. it. Beck? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at PaperBKPrincess, and I want to shout out to Cousin Vanessa. Um, very specifically, Cousin Vanessa, this is going to come as a shocker to everyone, has not seen Money Heist. How is that possible? It's the perfect oh. recommendation she for her. stuff in Espanol. She, I mean, she is going to flip for this yeah, show. So this is, shout this out is Cousin Vanessa. This is your show. All right. That's it. Lily? Chichi, C-H-I-C-H-I-K, as in Kilo. Gomez, as in Gomez Adams, on Twitter.com. <laughs> That's now my and, handle. And, and, and you can thing. follow me at... at Charlie, pancakes. home, <laughs> Italy. <laughs> at, 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 pa- at Pancake for Table. That's Pancake, the number four, the word table, uh, on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow all of the Friday Night Movie shenanigans at Friday Night Movie on Twitter and Instagram or FridayNightMoviePod.com. The theme song is by What Does It Eat? Send us your messages. Thank you so much for listening. Have a good day, guys. Bye. 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 All right, I gotta go. It's very hot in Dad's office too. You're wearing a sweatshirt. Take off your sweatshirt. Yeah. All right. I love you. What are you guys doing the rest of the day?